Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton, and joining me today, as always, is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. What's up? Today, we are going to be talking about Type 7 Wings. We are making these episodes as concise and to the point as we can, so you can figure out your type and learn how to grow without having to read a whole book first or listen to an hour-long podcast. So without further ado, here are some distinguishing characteristics of the wing subtypes of an Enneagram Type 7. So seven with a six wing is gregarious, passionate, playful, engaging, creative, entertaining, generous, impulsive, tender, and adventurous. A seven with a six wing is super relational and optimistic. They have a positive outlook on life despite hardships and can be a refuge of positivity for their friends. The six wing can make the seven more disciplined, organized, and considerate of others. It can also make them more aware of their anxiety and tend to intensify it, potentially causing the seven to feel more scattered and less focused. The six makes the seven a little softer and less assertive because they tend to be more concerned with what others think of them. The seven wing six has a quick mind and can be very entertaining Uh, may even potentially be known for their sense of humor. Amanda, any thoughts on the seven-winged six? Um, I would have imagined the six to make them maybe like less adventurous or more cautious of, you know, going after opportunities. But I guess as a seven at heart, like being the dominant number, they still have all of that, you know, adventurous, outgoing... Um, yeah, so I think the seven with the six wing, they're still going to have that drive for adventure and curiosity. and um, But they're going to tend to think through, like, how is this going to play out? What could go wrong here? And um, maybe have more of that counterphobic tendency of the six of going towards their fear instead of running away from it. I think it depends. I think um, it could look super different for different types of of seven wing six but it's so hard to do this when it's on your type but uh to separate it out and talk about it objectively because I'm just thinking through like how I do that personally mm-hmm. <laughs> but um speaking as a seven wing six I'm super adventurous I go and do things that most people wouldn't go and do like you know going to Africa and like you know, whatever that looks like, like traveling by myself across the world, like I'll go and do that in a heartbeat. Um, but when it comes to like walking through a grassy field in a park in a city in Texas, (laughs) like I, I have like crazy paranoia that like there'll be snakes because it's an overgrown field and I can't walk across it. I have to go around the sidewalk. Like, um, it, it's it's kind of a weird thing where I am still super adventurous, but it tends to not be the adrenaline-seeking adventurous of, like, a seven-wing eight. Um, I, I, I don't want to jump off cliffs. It took a lot for me to be able to ride a roller coaster. Like... <laughs> Like mm. I did it and I overcame fear to do it, but it, it was like, and, and that's where the seven wing six does struggle more with anxiety and is more aware of their anxiety. Um, and that's just kind of speaking from my personal experience, but I think it could be different for different seven wing sixes. But yeah. 
Hmm. So maybe the seven is still adventurous, but maybe they're more aware of their fears because of the six wing. Exactly. So they're going to have more fears generally and be more aware of them generally. Um, Seven is motivated by anxiety across the board, whether they're aware of it or not. A seven wing six is going to be more aware of it. A seven wing eight is going to suppress it more. The the seven wing eight, and we'll get into the seven wing eight in a minute, they're more experience uh, driven and the seven wing six is more relationally driven. So the seven wing six is going to want to go on an adventure, but they're going to want to meet a new friend along the way. They're going to be focused on people and that experience. And did I build deeper relationships in that experience? So I think, so I'm just, I'm really thinking of when we went to Six Flags last year Mm -hmm. (laughs) and before everything shut down with COVID and I was determined like, okay, I'm going to ride a roller coaster for the first time. I feel like it's something God has, you know, has for me to do. I'm not going to allow fear to hold me back from fun that God has for me in life or from anything that God has for me. Um, So funny. And so, like, it was, like, a whole thing for me to ride a roller coaster, whereas we we have a mutual friend. It was her birthday. She's a seven-wing eight. She loves roller coasters. She loves the adrenaline rush. She loves the experience. And and the contrast between the two of us as sevens is crazy, if you really think about it. But she is very focused on the experience of exploring Six Flags and riding the rides, and I'm all about the people. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. let's have, like, a deep conversation while we wait in line. Like, Yeah, that's, that's why Six Flags is so great, because you can have really good conversations. Yeah. Because you're waiting in line all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for me, the main point was not to be there for the roller coasters. It was to be there for the people, and, and, and probably her as well. Still, Seven is very, like, loves people, like, very relational overall. It's just a different emphasis, if that makes sense. Yeah. And as a three, I still love Six Flags and Roller Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the Seven Wing Eight. Seven Wing Eight is industrious, assertive, high energy, active, goal oriented, driven, exuberant, confident, strong willed, and persistent. Eight makes the seven more confident, direct, task-oriented, and less concerned about what others think of them. Seven-wing eight is more experience-driven than relationally driven. They love to maximize the intensity of their adventures and can be drawn to activities that give them an adrenaline rush. Seven with an eight-wing knows what they want and will do what they need to to get it. More driven to accumulate material possessions, they appreciate the finer things life has to offer. So I think I immediately, as I was reading about this in The Seven with an Eight Wing, I thought about um, Parks and Rec, uh, Donna, like, (laughs) (laughs) like she just, what's the, like, I I know. Treat yourself. Yes, yes. So. Um, it made me think of Donna and her treat yourself days. Like I, I can't say that right. I know, I know it sounds bad. It's okay. It's just, it is what it is. But, um, like, like the seven wing eight loves to like enjoy the nice things that life has to offer. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think Mm. they can help bring other people into that. And, um, it doesn't have to be just like straight up materialism. It can just be like. I'm going to, I know what I like and I'm going to go get it. And there's not always something wrong with that. It can't obviously turn into materialism or something wrong, but that's not an assumed thing. I don't ever want to speak that over something because I actually think like 
liking nice things like that's that's a good thing right like (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with that but no I don't either I mean I think that's so great this life has some really awesome things to offer and while we're here let's do good things let's yeah let's make the most of life Yeah. yeah like like let's do all those things but then we can also enjoy the good parts that this world has to offer because because you can do that for yourself and you can do that and inspire other people to do that too like I just I there's definitely a place for enjoying life yes <laughs> you know? absolutely like I'm just thinking of like how beneficial having a seven wing eight friend is to a two that never really takes time for themselves you know or that's great yeah you know or that's like, what Ben and, needed in that episode yes when they took him and they <laughs> and he bought the Batman suit yes <laughs> he needed those sevens <laughs> it was so crucial yes so I feel like that's such a great example I'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> <laughs> right so. Last point on seven wing eight, they don't shy away from conflict, but are rather drawn to engage in it. Their directness can become blunt without their awareness of it, but they they can enjoy the intensity of uh, of conflict, which that sounds like not great, but it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. They just it's sort of like I and I'm not a seven wing eight, but I love debate. Like I did debate in high school and I love the on your feet, thinking of the other side of the argument, going toe to toe with somebody. Like there's like a, like a competitiveness and a, like it just, oh, like there's, there's something so rich about that and so fun. And I think that's what conflict is like for a seven wing eight. And, and it, it doesn't, like it, that doesn't necessarily mean that the conflict is hurting someone or that it's, but they they enjoy the intensity of argument, which is a, an eight characteristic, but obviously a seven wing eight is going to have that as well. So uh, any thoughts on the seven wing eight? Yeah, well, they just sound like they're ready to party. At, for someone that is a seven, I have so many seven friends, but a lot of them are very different than me. <laughs> And I'm I'm so grateful for my friends that are seven wing eights that push me out of my box. And I always have way more fun and better adventures and great conversations. And I I don't know. I just I I love sevens. I, I don't know if that's arrogant because I am one, but um especially seven wing eight. I I love my seven wing eight friends. I love sevens and the seven wing eight, yeah, they just sound really fun what kind of I don't know if this is too blanket statement like you can't really answer this question (laughs) but what what do you think that looks like in the real world like what kind of job do they have or what do they fill their day with like that I feel like this it really could play out yeah no I think that's a great question so a seven wing a is gonna be more likely to pursue careers or jobs where they have some level of autonomy. They do like the finer things in life. And so they're going to utilize their ability to charm people and get things done because they are that eight wing really, they can get a lot done. They, they, they can be very, um, 
they they have the vision and the ideas and the creativity of the seven. And then you pair that with the high energy of the eight, the high capacity to accomplish. And they tend to be pretty successful people because they also want to buy the nice things. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. and, and travel and, and experience life. And so and they have that. I feel like they have that motivation to do it, whereas yeah. other numbers don't have as much m- motivation I mean like anyone can you know whatever but they have that motivation they're like the good the good parts that life has to offer are worth the time that it's going to take to do this and then they're really good at getting there anyways yeah exactly and and the seven wing eight tends the eight makes the seven a little bit more practical seven is always going to be a dreamer always going to think of like how could how could we make this better how could how could this experience be better how could um what what could i do 10 20 years in the future that would maximize the experience of my life and what am i doing today that's going to impact that but the the so the 7 does that 7 wing 8 is tends to be a little bit more practical and because the 7 wing 6 struggles a little bit more with their anxiety or they're more aware of it and they're more relational they they tend to not be quite as they tend to be a little more scattered and struggle a little more with fall through seven wing six can also be like way more organized and detail oriented and um like prepared um generally um less reactive and more prepared but um the the seven wing eight they just have this drive that's a little bit stronger. Um, so, I mean, both can be successful in their own way, in their own right, for sure. Mm-hmm. But the, the seven wing eight definitely tends to be more motivated by financial gain or security and recognize how they can utilize their gifts to achieve that. So they're going to be hardworking people, really fun, really hardworking people, super charming and they know what they want and they're going to get it. Yeah, because the seven wing six, because they're relational, um, their version of success might look like, um, you know, having good relationships and, you know, focusing on that side of things where the seven wing eight, they have like this extravagant end game in mind that they can see and are going to go towards. So they're going to sacrifice a little bit of the relational side in order to go after that. That's kind of what I'm hearing. And both are important. Like mm-hmm. neither are yeah. less important. And than both the other. are going to be very driven in different ways. Both are going to be quick minded in different ways. Cause the seven can be very intellectual, very in their head. They're in the head triad. They're quick minded. They have monkey mind, probably both struggle with ADHD in different ways. Um, but, uh, they, and they're going to be visionaries. They're going to be dreamers. They're going to be planners. But and 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 they want to make the most of life that they can, um, but it, it's it's just a different expression of that because of how it's flavored by the the six wing and the eight wing. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that. Cool. Sevens are cool. They sure are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today. Tune in next week for our eight wing episode. I'm so grateful for those of you who have been listening and sharing the podcast. If you loved this episode or if you learned something today, please leave a review on iTunes. 
I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to leave a review on iTunes. That makes such a huge difference when people are searching for Enneagram podcast. What makes Originality Podcast show up higher in that search engine is the number of ratings. So if you've listened to this podcast and you really love it, be sure to leave a review on iTunes. It makes such a big difference. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Originality Podcast and at my personal Instagram account at Just Loves Personality, where I'm going to be reading all the fun Enneagram content to help you grow to make sure you know when new episodes are coming out. And just we have some really fun things planned for that. Make sure to follow so you don't miss it. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. I would like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original, whereas if you simply try to tell the truth, you will become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.